Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. Hour 2 of 2 here on Sports Sunday. Mike Rashad and Joe with you until 11 o'clock. Hate it or love it coming up at 1030. If you missed any of the uh, first hour, you can find it on the Les Rob Tires podcast after the show. And then you can find us on socials, Twitter, at Mike Lynch 27 is me. Rashad's at TaylorMade503. Joe is at JoeFishThreeFishCH. Still uh, stunned over that great girlfriend comparison, Joe. That was fantastic. I didn't think it was as good, but I get it. You didn't think it was as good because it was good against your point. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Fellas, certainly. Uh, if your lady's taking care of you like that, time to step your game up. Just saying. Yeah, for sure. I mean that is also true, <laughs> but the, but the, his his comparison is is valid. I liked it because eventually they will leave. Well, yeah. If you don't have you know if you're not doing your part. Hey, Just listen, saying. you see plenty of the hot girlfriends with ugly boyfriends out there. Okay, it's called money. It's called confidence. It's called money. It's called communication. It's trust. Called, it's called money. Sense of humor or mm, very important money or. Big shoe size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but money is definitely, definitely number one in that one. He's getting money. That's money. For sure. Yeah. Money. He's definitely getting that for sure. Uh, so the the big story in the football world this week was sports media related. 
And that was that ESPN has poached Troy Aikman away from Fox to put Troy Aikman in the booth for Monday night football. And they offered him a boatload of money to go over there. Monday night football has been terrible. Monday night football has been terrible for so many years. It's kind of crazy to me that ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports, cannot, for the life of them, put together a booth of announcers for Monday Night Football that at all resembles anything good. You don't like Booger McFarlane? Never did. Okay. Just asking. The Booger Mobile? Yeah, no. Stupid. That thing was awful. Um, I didn't I didn't think Gracie was good. I think Riddick's fine. But I don't like Steve Levy as the as the main play-by-play guy. I didn't like Joe Tessitore as the main play-by-play guy. Not to mention they can't get a Sunday night baseball booth going in baseball either. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just they can't get – they can't do it. Why don't you do so, no commentary? Why don't you do baseball commentary? I, I don't know. I've never done it. Man, I, I feel like you have the a, a, a voice for that. Don't you, don't you see Lynch's, Lynch calling like some pickles games or something? I can hear it. I suppose. Shh, I'm hearing it. Yeah, home run. I think you should do it. You said shh while I was talking because you wanted to hear. I was listening in my head. I oh. was listening in my but head. But you said it was it my like. voice. Yeah, I was listening in my head. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Yeah, like <laughs> just a bit outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the ESPN decided to poach as opposed to using their own talent, which I guess has failed over and over again. And they got Troy Aikman. Now I don't know what their plans are going to be. I don't know if they're going to put him with Steve Levy or whatever. But um. They might try to get go get Joe Buck now, <laughs> just steal Fox's top pairing. Why not? I guess, yeah. I mean, it's great. Buck and uh, Aikman are very, very good at what they do. And, and then the second bit of news that came out was that Rams head coach Sean McVay, who did, after the Super Bowl win, say he was considering retiring, which is crazy. 37? 37. 37. Yeah. And, like, awesome. the top co- one of the top coaches in the NFL, considering retiring – he turned down a reported offer from Amazon, who has Thursday Night Football this year, for those who don't know. So if you want to watch TNF, you got to watch it on Prime. Sorry. And um, they offered him five years, 100 mil, to go be the color analyst for Thursday Night Football. And he turned it down. Like, they offered him more money than he was getting paid to coach. <laughs> That's so weird to me. That we're in a time right now where the TV money for analysts is more than coaches are getting paid. What? Yeah. And, and, and really, I, I saw a bunch of players quote tweeted that article and were like, uh, Amazon, I'll I'll come I'll come on down. You're telling me I don't have to get hit every day and I can just talk about the game for that much money? Sure, let's do it. Yeah, I I honestly think McVeigh truly enjoys coaching. It was it was even weird to me to hear him say that. He was going to retire. I was like, you've only been head coach for like five years. Like, retire already? But, I mean. Maybe he doesn't you, truly enjoy coaching. I mean, maybe not. But And really, when you've been as good as McVay is, like, what a five-year stretch as a head coach in the NFL. You know, two Super Bowl appearances, a Super Bowl win, you get a chance to coach uh, what's probably the best football player uh, on earth right now, Aaron Donald. Uh, you got a chance to coach the, the, the best wide receiver over the past couple years and, and – um, Wow, I'm spacing right now. And the triple crown winner, Cooper Cup. Jeez yeah. Louise, can remember uh, the, the best receiver's <laughs> name in football. But It's okay. It's Sunday morning. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's he's accomplished a lot in five years, and what a great five-year stretch. So if you're going to retire, I, I guess, you know, really what else does he have to prove outside of doing it again? 
And I think that's really the thing that's going to keep him from being um, mentioned in that when we start talking about the greatest coaches of all time. Like, to win one is impressive. You yeah, know? greatest coaches of all time is certainly very far away for Sean oh, McVay, absolutely, I would say. Absolutely. But just even to be mentioned among the greatest coaches of all time, the you know the Andy Reeds, the Bill Parcells, you know, uh, those guys in between there. I think he's he's got to win. Andy Reid has a lot of wins under his belt, mm-hmm. and so it's not hard to be like, oh, he's definitely one of the greatest coaches, and he's got a Super Bowl win. So it's not it's hard just- to say that. However, McVay only has about five good years of NFL head coaching underneath, and five or six a Super Bowl win in between there. But Doug Peterson has a Super Bowl win in between there. And so, he has a job again. Yeah, and he's a job again. So there you go. I, it's just it's weird to me that that is a more profitable venture for these guys is to go into TV. TV deals are huge now. That's but it, but what? It's not. It's, I mean, it's twenty mil a year, dude. Do you remember that year to be an analyst once a week? Do, do that's you, insane. Do you remember that year that I think the Lakers got for, uh, they got a TV deal and they was like two point something billion. Everybody lost their s because Kobe got like. 48 million of that or something like that mm-hmm. you know just because the tv deals are so big now that if you're amazon and jeff bezos yeah you've got some money to throw around yeah you've got just a little bit of money you can offer him well more than 100 million for him to come uh and be your tv guy i'm just i'm just curious if if mcveigh is getting these offers what's on the table for romo like i mean well, romo's I already I the highest paid guy yeah, in, so in exactly football. so i mean how long before and i'm not sure if it's a year-to-year thing or if it's a well he signed a contract with cbs so yeah, how long? And it doesn't make sense for uh, – I couldn't see Aikman without Buck. So I feel like the Joe Buck thing shouldn't be too far behind. But Buck yeah. is – I don't know if he's exclusive to Fox because he also does baseball. Yeah, they they were both exclusive to Fox. Uh, Romo signed a 10-year uh, contract for 17.5 mil per year. Mm. It's a 10-year deal. Mm. Like, he's set. He doesn't have to do anything. Just go call his game once a week and – Make that much money, Mike. You're 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 putting some, you know, you're you're saying it lightly. Just one game a week. They got to go to the practices. They got to interview the players and coaches yeah. leading up to the a game. Full day of work. The, there's some preparation for that one day of work. Yeah, okay? they get to go sit at the table and uh, laugh with the coaches and, and write it's some a notes Sunday. Down. They're taking their Sundays Isn't off the, the good, schedule. You know, the cool thing about those jobs, is like when we do the show, like especially when we have to prep. We have to look up our own stats. We have to look up our own everything. Like, yeah, they, they got stat guys. They have a team of people to come up with just the craziest stats. To, just like hand them a paper. Know, just a, a oh, paper. look at that. All you have to do is look down and read it or read the teleprompter and stuff like that. So as long as you can read, <laughs> you've got a you got a pretty good gig as a, a, a color guy or, or, or a play-by-play guy on, on TV. Are we going to reach a point, and th- this is kind of the whole basis of this topic for me, is are we going to reach a point where – it will be more likely that a coach or player would leave for TV than continue their career in the NFL. Yes. Yes. Because there's not a lot of TV jobs, let's and, be clear. And especially considering who the personality is of the of the player or the coach, you know, there are some guys that are just they're, – they're, they're, they're quick. And so you put them on TV and they're going to be great. You know, we didn't think Romo would be as good on TV as he actually was because Romo's kind of a dork, right? You yeah. know, he's looking at looking at Romo prior to. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Joe. You know, but yeah, you know it. I mean, he got. You talk about like, the guys date hot girls. And like, how do you get him when he got Jessica Simpson? When Jessica Simpson was super hot, we we're like, word. Well, when how you're a star work? quarterback and lead all the money, records in uh, money, Cowboys Boom. franchise records Boom. and all that. Boom, charming. Also, Ro- 
it's funny because Rome, everyone liked Romo in the beginning. I don't think a lot, most people like Romo anymore. <laughs> really? I think they're tired of Romo already. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 can, I guess I can I see I like that. him, but I, I've heard a lot of people be like, I'm tired of his, of his Probably stick Probably because he's calling out the play before it actually happens. Everybody's like, oh. I don't think he's done that as much recently. Really? Yeah, I think he's just, I don't know. He's kind of got this, like, there is kind of a nerdy vibe to him that I think a lot of people have kind of yeah, gotten tired Romo's of. Kind of a, yeah, he's, he's kind of a nerd, but, you know, there's no denying that when he's, when he's in the booth, Hey man, like he's he's like Rain Man in there. He was like, man, how did you call that out? That was that was impressive. <laughs> I've been watching football for a long time, and there's still times when guys line up and was like, oh, I I don't know, this could be a pass, but I can I can definitely see them running to the right side. And Rome was like, no, he's gonna pull. They're gonna like, wow, he called that out like. Like he called the play, so that's crazy. I'm trying to figure out if there's booth tension between him and Nance because. Uh, Sometimes it sounds like they're having fun with each other, and sometimes Nance is like, "Oh my god, please get me out of this booth right now!" And like when when Tony Romo starts making all those noises, he's like, "Ooh, Jim, I don't know." Yeah. Yeah. And Jim Nance is the professional's professional, and so yes, you know, there's there's, there's although there's he's a, you, you've noticed he's kind of trended a little bit into the Tony Romoisms because well, he'll be like old. he'll be like Tony, you know, he's he's getting Jim. Old. Yeah, he's getting old. So now that he's getting old, he's like, kind it's like of, there are weird uncles or he something. He can kind of do some different things that he's not that he may not have done in the past. That's cool. All right, well, let's take a break. Uh, coming up next, I just well, I, want, I want to get a little bit into the baseball lockout as uh, we have a deadline that was created by MLB that is tomorrow. If they do not have a deal by tomorrow, games will be canceled, and I will cry. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 1023 here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe with you till 11 o'clock. Cater Lovett is coming up next. Short segment here. We're going to do a little quick interjection of baseball since I know Rashad will murder me if I talk more than no, we can two talk segments about it. of baseball. Let's talk about who has the best bullpen in baseball, shall we? Nobody, because there's no baseball, Rashad. I'm going with the Astros. There's no baseball. <laughs> no baseball. 
the Rays are going to win. No baseball. Pennant this year. Oh, okay. That might be, that might happen. Sure. Um, there is a lockout going on. Everybody knows that. Or if you don't know that there's a lockout going on and uh, major league baseball set a deadline of tomorrow, February 28th as if there as the deadline for, if there is no CBA agreed to regular season games will be canceled. Not all of them, but they will begin to be canceled at that point. And they've been negotiating all week because they haven't negotiated for the months prior, truly. I mean, they've had like three meetings. And apparently, almost no progress has been made in the last week of daily negotiations. Now, there was a tweet from John Heyman today that said that there is optimism that they could get a deal done by tomorrow because uh, MLB could certainly go uh, increase some of their their proposals. But then a couple of players retweeted him and said, this is not true at all. So I think what we have to realize here is that baseball is going to be delayed at the very least. And that is really, really bad. The way that this is going is anti-fan, in my opinion. The owners want what they want. The players want what they want. And neither side gives a rip about what the fans of the sport want. And that's for there to be baseball on the field. And, you know, you can pick your sides. I mean, it's kind of easy to pick the player's side in this case. But pick your sides do whatever you want, but the stuff that they're arguing over doesn't affect us as fans at all. Like in some cases, it's about competitive balance, but generally it's about the players want more money or the owners want to keep more money for themselves. That's the basis of all of these problems. And I even, I read an article about this and I, I maybe it was Jeff Passan. Maybe it was the, the athletic guy, Evan Drellich, who's been really good on this as well. That basically said, There is a third option here and they could choose to, instead of saying what's good for the players or what's good for the owners, they could say what's good for the fans. Let's figure it out. And that would get the sport back on time. And that would get the sport back and get the players in the field and the owners will make their money from the game, uh, from the ticket sales, from the games and from the merchandise, which right now they're not and they won't. And they could do that. But for whatever reason, They are both so dug in like ticks that they can't even see the forest through the trees. It's like, I can only see this argument in front of me and I can't see how this is affecting the sport. That's how it appears to me as a fan on the outside. Cause you've had since December 2nd to start figuring this out and you are almost till freaking March and you've done basically nothing. It's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and us diehards whenever the sport comes back we'll watch the sport again but think about it this way how many people watched the playoffs last year really enjoyed it and said i'm going to get into baseball this year you think they're going to come back after a lockout their first year of wanting to get into baseball and you don't start the season till june no hell no and you think this is going to help any casual fans who sort of like the sport but aren't like regular watchers definitely not it you're you're only doing more damage to yourself as a league by doing this nonsense the way you're doing it. So just stop looking at it from the perspective of me, 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 and look at it as you are running a sport that is supposed to be for the fans. And figure it out, please, dear God. Lynch, that is so sweet. 
It's that frustrating. You think that they care about that they should care about the fans, and the truth is, bro, we are talking billionaire owners. Baseball makes what ten billion dollars a year, right around there, something like that. Like baseball is pretty much printing money. They're giving out yes. they're giving out quarter billion dollar a year or quarter billion dollar contracts. Who was that that just turned down the three hundred million dollar? That would be 13. Juan Soto. Yeah, Juan Soto. Just just turned that down, what, a week ago? Somewhere well, he announced there? they offered it before the lockout, but he said no. Yeah, so. but but he said no to that. So they can offer guys $300 million contracts for, you know, 10 years or, you know, however long. These aren't people that are thinking about the fan interest. Like, they made money during the pandemic still. Major League Baseball is printing money. And so for them to be in this – the standstill between them and the players. Like, of course, the players are always going to be the ones that, that look petty and that look, that look childish because they're the ones that are being paid. I think but, for the first time, most people realize it's the owners here who no, are at fault. Yeah, and exactly. And I think now that I think with fans being a lot more knowledgeable about what athletes go through and um, the ask of a professional athlete and also knowing now the how much money these these organizations meaning these leagues these professional leagues are pulling in and you're looking at what the players are asking for and it's like that doesn't sound like too much more that doesn't sound that sounds like they're doable but again you have owners that are saying no we're not giving up more money so 500 let's say what there's 750 guys in major league baseball right around there 750 players right around sure. 800 so I, I don't know all the of them <laughs> don't make 250 million no Let's say maybe five hundred of those guys probably make right around two, three million, you know, dollars. And then you've got Yeah, most I think it's like seventy percent are at or near the minimum. Yeah. And so but then you've got twenty five to thirty guys or two hundred and fifty through two hundred guys that are getting hundred million, two hundred million dollar contracts. I don't even know if it's that many yeah. that are getting that that are getting that type of money. So the money is there. And so I'm trying to figure out what what the holdup is from the owner's perspective. I understand that the, the it's players crazy. I understand the players, but at the same time, I, I get how fans can look at this and say both sides are being selfish. However, I tend to tend to be on the side of the player in, in these instances because we don't go to games to root for owners. No. I've never seen a we love you Robert Kraft sign at a Patriots game or anything like that outside of when he was going through his thing and getting rub downs, you know, in, in Florida. But outside of that, we weren't seeing a whole whole lot of that, you know, in, in games. So I think I think the the way the fans get stuck is that they go, for, in your example, I'm a Patriots fan, right? I don't care who's on the team, I'm a Patriots fan. Right. So with that mindset, you tend to side with the owner because that's the team as opposed to the players who are interchangeable largely, right? Um, but the problem is, and I've talked about this on the baseball show before, is, you know, when we when we like get mad at the players for wanting more money, like, you're already making millions of dollars. How could you want more well, the owners are making billions of dollars, and they want more. And they're not playing. They're not practicing. They're not lifting weights. They're not catching passes. They're not hitting home runs or singles yeah. or anything. So, so it's it's just you have to make sure you were looking at it the right way. In that, yes, it is annoying that the players are complaining about the money they're making, but it's more annoying that the owners want more money to their billions. And when you're baseball, I'll say this: 160 games is. 162 games. 162. 162 games is 162 games. 162 glorious days of baseball. And sometimes, are they still doing doubleheaders? Oh, yeah. Sometimes twice a day, nine innings, possibly more of baseball. Yeah, man, pay these athletes what they deserve. Just saying.
Yeah, I mean the the reason that that they are in a lockout right now is because there's a there's a chart showing the revenue from the league and the amount paid to players, and it's no longer at the same level. I, like like the players have always been paid less, obviously, but it was increasing with the increase in revenues, and the player salaries have flattened while the team revenues have gone up, and that's what the, the players wanted just to go back I, to being. Uh, matching. Uh, just to kind of update those John Heyman tweets, how you said there were some players like refuting his yeah. report. Zach Britton was one of them, said this is not accurate. John Heyman retweeted that and said, not everyone is so optimistic, obviously. Zach is a very smart guy who has been in the room all week. I just think there's room to get a deal done and too much to lose. So as my source said, it's possible. Is he realistic? We shall see. Oh my god. <laughs> Why send out that tweet then, John Heyman? Dude, that was... That tweet then... Because that gave me some hope this morning that, oh, did they wake up on the right side of the bed and try it's, to figure it out? It's been in my update. You'll every hear time it in I, a minute. Every time but, I hear about a lockout, I think Major League Cleveland Indians, uh, just them to, uh, pulling the the pulling the engine to get the to get the hot tub going and stuff like that. Just owners cutting corners to make sure that they don't have to pay their players certain things. And my thing is, you're the one league. I'm not sure how much money basketball makes in comparison to baseball and football, but you're the one league that we know is getting money. They don't need to cut corners certain way. If you're getting more revenue, it's because these players are able to produce on the field. Let's play let's pay them. Let's pay these coaches. Let's pay the people that go that produce your product and make it profitable for you. I just want my favorite sport to not go away for any time. Well, there's always uh, football's over now. This is like spring training games will be starting already. This is like the time to get into baseball. Come on. Triple-A baseball is going to start. You can't watch. No, it's not going to start. You want to go watch some pickles? No, not really. Some hops? I can go watch the hops. Yeah, yeah. we can do but that. But the minor leagues aren't going on right now. So. Yeah, it'll be here soon. We'll have a lot of fun this summer. I mean, baseball. pickles are MLB affiliated. Oh, they are? They aren't. They're, oh, not. they're not. Well, there you go. Pickles, we're coming to see you. And by we, I mean Mike Lynch. I uh, and, and friends. We're on the phone with our on-site Pickles reporter, Mike Lynch. <laughs> Mike? You know, it always takes the guy on, on site to a while to get it. Yeah, three, two. Oh, yeah, one. yeah. Hi, hi, George. Hi, Jim. <laughs> Did you say Jim, too? I said George. Oh, uh, okay. I like the generic anchor name. Hi, Jim. Yes, I'm here at Pickle Stadium watching baseball, I think. And things sure weren't bread and butter today. <laughs> one red light, two blue lights to Dustin. Oh, I hope someone out there got that joke. Nah, over my head. Sorry, you didn't get it. I hope someone out there got that. No one got it, bro. That was a uh, that's a classic video of John Mayer at a baseball game. I think it was a bit. He was pretending as if he didn't know about baseball and was recording like Dustin Pedroia was up to bat. I know what video you reference. You do know it. Yes, I yes. do know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one red light, one red light, two blue lights for Dustin. <laughs> John <laughs> and Meyer. And there's the throw. And nothing happened. <laughs> John Meyer? The Who? singer, John Mayer. Oh, I've never heard of him. I'm joking. I love John Mayer. Okay. okay. Awesome. I was going to be like, are you? He's okay. Money. Okay, let's, I don't know what's going on. We got to go. Come on. Yeah, okay. Hater Love is coming up next. First show has sports. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, that music means it is time for Hate It or Love It. Joe will pose us questions. We will debate in our answers, and then he will award us points, and whoever wins gets to host the last segment. So what do you got for us today, Joe? All right, all NBA stuff. Okay. And we are going to start in the Eastern Conference. Uh, last night, you had the Brooklyn Nets defeat the Milwaukee Bucks. A very close down to the wire 20-minute conclusion of the last 20 seconds of the game. I did see that. <laughs> my God. It's every They just kept fouling each other. They got to they gotta figure out something with that. Let's just be real. They... They can't have games end like that where teams just continuously keep fouling each other and they keep going to the free throw lines. I saw a tweet. It wasn't for that game, but it was for Lakers Clippers. The last 16 seconds of that game took 20 minutes. Yep. 16 seconds. That's crazy. Because there was reviews and stuff. Insane. Uh, Yeah, I want to try and find what the number was on last night's game because it was 
Something along the same lines. Yeah, final 21 seconds of last night's Nets-Bucks game took more than 17 minutes. Wow, two days in a row that happened? <laughs> NBA, fix your game. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, um, the result is the Nets won. The Nets got the victory. Uh, they have made their trade. They got uh, Patty Mills and Andre Drummond coming up pretty clutch for them last night, getting a couple of key blocks. Reports are saying Kevin Durant is close to returning. Reports are saying that New York might end its vaccine mandate for large indoor events, which might open the door for Kyrie Irving to play home games. So uh, Ben Simmons dealing with some back soreness, but he will eventually play for the Nets as long as his mental is right. Um, with all those reports, with everything happening with the Brooklyn Nets, hate it or love it, the Nets are now the new favorites in the East. Oh, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. I mean, yeah, with Kevin Durant and with Kyrie Irving, they're going to be a really good team. But the Nets have been kind of a cluster all year, in part because of the James Harden stuff, in part because of the Kyrie Irving stuff. I just don't really believe in them as a team when it comes to these big games anymore. Now, I know that there was a little bit of the bad luck, right? If KD's foot wasn't on the line, they probably do advance. Uh, was that last year that had the, that, that happened? Uh, the foot on the line, three-pointer, not three-pointer? Yeah, yes. I think that was last year, right? Yeah, yes. so, you know, they've had a little bit of bad luck in terms of getting getting to the, the final prize, but they find themselves eighth in the East right now. They are eight games back of the top seed, so they got a lot of work to do. They're actually currently in the play-in tournament, but the East is kind of wide open right now with a bunch of really good teams, and I would say that the favorite should probably be Philly at this point. I mean, did you see how James Harden played in his first game with them with uh, with Joel Embiid? Harden was all over the place. He was making good plays. He was scoring the ball. He was, you know, really good assist numbers. Embiid played well. Like, it, th those two together fit. So as long as Harden is actively wanting to play for you, he's going to be great. And he wants to go to Philly, so he's there, and he, he'll, he'll play well for him. I'd say they, sh they should be a favorite. And let's not discount the Bucks. I mean, you know, NBA champion last year. They got better in the offseason. They're currently the five seed. I think as you get close, close to the end of the year and into the playoffs, you're not going to want to mess with Giannis and that team. So I would say the Nets might be third or fourth. I mean, the Heat are the one seed right now, and we've seen the Heat in the playoffs with Jimmy Butler play really, really well in the past. Obviously, they made the finals a couple years ago. Uh, the Bulls have been a lot of fun this year. I mean, the East is kind of fun. The East never used to be fun. The East is fun now. I like it. So it's not the Nets, though. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I, I hate it as well. It was the Nets when they had um, what they call the big three, which is Harden, Kyrie, and Durant. But we're seeing a slower, um, twice-retired LaMarcus Aldridge at this point. Um, we're seeing a Blake Griffin who doesn't really play uh, as often for this Brooklyn team. Um, we don't know what KD is going to look like coming back. We don't know how long it's going to take him to come back into the mix. Thing. We saw him come back. Uh, earlier in the year and last year to where, or yeah, earlier in this year and last year, excuse me, to where uh, he looked like he hadn't missed a step, but now he's missed a few more games. Might They're a little deeper in the season. Now those teams like um, uh, Milwaukee and some other ones that were kind of laying dormant are starting to kind of make their push. We're forgetting how good of a team the Chicago Bulls are right now. We're forgetting how good of a team the Miami Heat are right now. Uh, obviously, Lynch just mentioned Philadelphia and James Harden is playing with some uh, renewed energy at this point. So there's a lot of roadblocks right now in the way of the Brooklyn Nets. And also, we're still, I'm still not sold on Steve Nash as a head Me coach. Neither. Like, Steve Nash 
you know, for all the crap that Jason Kidd took as a, as a head coach, we should be giving Steve Nash some of that same energy just because with this roster and even with having Kevin Durant, the way he's handled the Kyrie stuff, it, the way he handled the James Harden thing just hasn't been great. So I think the Nets still have a lot of growing to do. Uh, free point up for grabs if you can name one other team in the East who's playing pretty damn good this year. The Charlotte Hornets. Boston Celtics. Oh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Ooh, who said it first? I did. That was me. I mean, it was a tie. <laughs> no point, no point rewarding. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> tie goes to the host. All right, moving on to the next one. Phoenix Suns are going to be without Chris Paul for quite some time. They do have a good lead over the Warriors, I think six games. But as we know, uh, Chris Paul is the, the, what is it, the mitochondria, the power, the powerhouse of the cell that is the <laughs> Phoenix Suns. Um, so, without Chris Paul, hate it or love it, the Suns will lose their number one seed. Biology um, with I'm Joe gonna say, I'm going to say hate it. Um, the one thing the Phoenix Suns have this year uh, is a superstar, Devin Booker. Not somebody that's on his ride and on the rise. Not somebody that's that's in a uh, superstar in waiting. Somebody who's really established himself as arguably uh, the second or third best two guard in the entire NBA right now, let alone the Western Conference. They have a really stacked team. Mikel Bridges is kind of a, a blessing in disguise for as good as this Phoenix team uh, has been throughout this whole year. DeAndre Ayton is playing like, you know, with a guy that's putting up damn near 17 and 10, you know, every single night. Uh, Cameron Johnson has been putting up 12 points for them. Frank Kaminsky, Frank the Tank, gives you 10 points a night off the bench. Like, you've got scoring up and down this bench. And if you can get five, six, seven guys on your team that are averaging double figures, and I think you've got uh, a great chance to, to win some games. And then in between there, you still got guys like uh, uh, Aaron Holiday, who's actually, you know, proved that he can play, play some significant minutes off your bench. You've got great coaching in Monty Williams, and you've got a six-game lead on whomever's second, which I believe, is it Utah or is it Golden State that's second? Tis Golden State. So you got a six-game lead on Golden State at this point. I think it would take a lot for this team to collapse and let Golden State catch up. I think they're going to be just fine. So Chris Paul comes back in about, what, four to six weeks? They should be fine. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say hate on that one as well. They've already built a six-game lead with that one seed. The Warriors have kind of taken a step back with Draymond's injury. Their defense has been a sieve. Draymond, I just saw a tweet that he is back on the practice court. He's a very, very important part of that team. The Suns are just a good all-around team, though. And, yes, Chris Paul makes them tick, and there's an extra veteran presence there and yes he's got the passing and all that and i'm sure they will take a step back without chris paul but whenever you look at sun's box scores it's just balance everybody right. helps everybody's part of the team everybody's part of the offense everybody does things on defense it's the right way to play balance. it is how you should be playing the nba if you don't have a big three which they don't right i mean possible i mean you, you could say they've got a big three of paul booker and ayton but it's not like the harden durant Kyrie like superstar big three no every team can say they have a big three but you know it's there's big threes and then there's that you need that balance and you need the ability to play defense and the one to play defense and that's what the suns have so the fact that they have built such a large lead and the fact that the warriors have kind of slipped a little bit a little bit in the last tiny bit, I don't think anyone's catching Phoenix. I think they are the one seed and will finish as the one seed. They uh, only have 11 losses. Yeah. It's pretty wild. That's nuts, 11. Right? Uh, looking at the remaining schedules, Phoenix 16th in the league. Uh, strength of schedule, the Golden State Warriors 
uh, fifth hardest remaining schedule with uh, 22 games left. For both what about teams. the Grizz? Grizz are two games behind. Uh, oh, the Grizzlies. Two games have, behind the Warriors. Uh, besides the Blazers, have the second easiest schedule remaining. Yeah, John Morant should be in the conversation for most valuable player. Just he, saying, he is. Yeah, oh, he, he should. Yeah, certainly is, he yeah. should absolutely be in that conversation. I think this is Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid's award, but. He should absolutely be second or third in that conversation. Well, and sure. let's also see how many more 35-point games DeMar DeRozan scores by the end of the year. Oh, but he's, he's I said, again, second or third? Like, yeah. yeah, DeMar DeRozan is in that top three as well. All right, last one to finish up. L.A. Lakers, their straight doo-doo, not looking good this year. Um, Thank God. Well-documented. Uh, Lakers have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook. We've heard all sorts of, hey, maybe they should get rid of him in the offseason, trade him, redo this deal, maybe do this, do that. So with those three stars, Westbrook, Davis, James, hate it or love it, two of the three of those players will not be wearing Lakers uniforms next year. So you can make a combination of any of those uh, three. Westbrook, Davis, James? Yes. No Carmelo. It's only one of them. Okay. I'm gonna he, say he can I'm, do whatever he wants. I'm gonna say hate on this one. Um, LeBron said he's only gonna leave for whatever team Bronny goes to, so that's a couple years away. So he's staying. So that's one. Uh, the other is Anthony Davis. I mean, I think they really do believe in this LeBron AD duo and trying to make it work. Is Russ gonna be there? God no. They tried to trade him and they couldn't during the trade deadline. He's out of there. That was not a fit. It didn't make any sense. I, I mean. When they did it at first, everyone was like, what? Russell Westbrook with LeBron? Like, they both want to bring the ball up. They both want to be ball dominant. I don't think that's going to work, and it has not worked. Um, but I think you're still going to see LeBron and AD there. So I'll say hate. Westbrook will be gone, but they're going to have to try to rebuild again around these two. The thing is, is, I mean, we finally reached the point, as good as LeBron still is, he's older. He's getting hurt a little bit more frequently. And he's not quite as dominant. He's not quite as able to carry a bad team above their water. I mean, think about young LeBron bringing that crappy Cavs team to the final. I mean, he, that team was terrible. And LeBron single-handedly brought them there. I mean, it's getting close. I'm just saying. He brought them there. And now they are the nine seed and awful. And LeBron can't do it anymore. So we've reached that point of LeBron getting older. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Uh, I okay. Well, I I love that the three of these guys won't be together next year just because Russell Westbrook is a free agent this summer, and so I'm almost for certain that the Lakers aren't going to extend him and bring him back. I think they're going to go after Bradley Beal, who I think is who they wanted in the first place. The one thing the Lakers don't really have is shooting. What does Bradley Beal do? He shoots. The one thing the Lakers wouldn't have with the loss of Russell Westbrook is a big three, and that's what Bradley Beal can provide for the Lakers, especially as I think next year may be the year for the Warriors as Clay, Clay Thompson and Draymond will be fully healthy. Um, you will have had, hopefully, a revamped Blazers team next year, so the Western Conference should be a little bit more competitive. And I disagree about uh, LeBron being not being as good. He's averaging the most points that he's averaged since 2010, which is 28.9, damn near 29 points a game, eight rebounds a game. And yet there are 15 games under 500. But at the same time, I don't think you can blame the guy that's shooting 51% from the field, almost 52% from the field for the, for the year. So LeBron is having 
almost a career <laughs> year for him, and the Lakers just can't seem to catch up. Let's not uh, forget Mr. Glass, Anthony Davis, who can't, who gets hurt going to the refrigerator, gets hurt laying down. There's no way he doesn't get hurt. So, I mean, there's, there's the, he's just going to be hurting all the time. Russell Westbrook can't figure out who the heck he is anymore. There's just a lot of things going on with the team. And, again, nobody's pointing fingers at Frank Vogel. Everybody's pointing fingers at LeBron and everybody else. Not enough for Frank Vogel. Uh, I will say that you said that the Blazers could return um, being a top team maybe in the West next year. You're going to lose a point for that. I said, how, hopefully we're a revamped Because how's team. that possible if they don't have Damian Lillard or Rashad? I said, you want to trade it to I said, hopefully we're a revamped team, Joe. See, that's the thing. Not listening like the rest of us. How's that possible? I you said, st- hopefully we are a revamped team. You still win Fingers today, crossed. Though. Oh, see, <laughs> me through all the, through the ringer for no reason. I didn't realize DeMar DeRozan was killing it as much as he was. Dude. In the month range. of February, he's got 29, this is points, 29, 28, 31, 45, 38, 36, 35, 38, 40, 38. He had seven he's, straight games of 35 points and over 50% shooting. And which he was is the just, first bull to do that since. MJ. There you go. So I mean, Scotty Pippen. Well, no, not not the answer, but close. I mean, if you were going to say one bull, that's not Tony MJ. Kukoc. Again, you're getting closer. If you're going to say any bulls <laughs> that aren't MJ or Pippen, Kukoc would probably be the next. Okay, bull. seriously, we got to go. Okay, let's go. Zach Levine, sports, sports on the on the fan bike. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080. The fan. Wow, the clocks. We have three different. We had 53, 54, and 55 all at the same time. What time is it? Who knows? Mine says, my computer says 1055. That clock says 54. That one says 54. Who knows? I'm just going to go ahead and say 53 and a half. What? What? Yeah, <laughs> Why I'm would you go backwards in your know, averaging of it? I don't know. I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> so we'll do that one. But, He's trying uh, to milk this uh, last segment for all he can. We, we really, you know, really, that's that's Well, considering goal. It's a, it was very good, Joe, that we had a very short break because we were very long. Well, yes, you that's know, what she said. It was some behind-the-scenes maneuvering oh, of okay. the breaks, you know. So now this break coming up is normal length because you took stuff out. Shout-out to you, Joe. You're the real MVP for making sure you keep us on track, make sure you keep the right number of <laughs> keep, commercials. Keep us stuff. on track. Well, you know, he's, I can see he you tries. break, doing your thing, doing your hand in the roundabout motion, saying, let's go, but we don't listen. We're hard-headed in here. Just saying. Well, again, my, Mike, Just blame me. Mike knows what it's like to be in this chair, so I try not to hound too much. He knows. But when you're over there, I've done it a couple times myself. Very that t- easy. That 12 minutes goes by quick. Very easy to uh, get along and not realize it. Yep. And still have things to say. You're like, you know, I, I, I'm not done here, Joe. But I get it. Bl- blame me. It's okay. That's going to do it for us today. We'll be back next week, 9 to 11. And uh, hopefully we'll have baseball. Please. Fingers crossed, bro. Fingers crossed. But we're not going to, are we? Yeah, we'll see. There's All some right. T-ball we can play, some wiffle ball, you and me. <laughs> That's not exactly going to scratch that itch, but sure. We can, play some, we can play some wiffle ball. That's going to do it for us. Have a good rest of your Sunday, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 